about. I don't know, man. You start this one. I started the last one. I know. It was very good. I liked it was, the beginning. It was great. So it's your turn now. Okay. Am I in the shot? You're more in the shot than I am. Oh, that's not good. You should move it over. Well, no, because I didn't like the background. Hmm. I think you should start. Okay, well, I can start for you. Yeah. Because I know you wanted to talk about the COVID. The, the COVID, COVID times. The COVID times. I do. And the great... Uh, Mysteries of it. Yeah. Do you mm -hmm. have anything you want to say on it first? Fuck COVID. Fuck <laughs> COVID. I see. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, well, so I was kind of feeling like it's, it's kind of hard to talk about it when we're still like right in the middle of it. Yeah. Because you want to be sensitive to anyone who is going through a tough time. And like everyone is going through their own shit with it. Um, but I guess there's a lot... To be said, even so. I think that is correct. I'm. I like to wait too sometimes to talk about things and to, when they're not so fresh. Mm -hmm. But it is. There's like it's just so relevant, and it's something that's affecting all of us and on everyone's minds. Um, so, why I wanted to talk about it was because, like, I there's a lot of differing viewpoints on it, mm -hmm. and I think that's a lot for people. It's a lot for me and. I, you know, it's it's difficult. Like some people are really, you know, okay, this is what's going on, and some like they're very clear about what's true. Mm. But you know, I can see different versions of re what's real, and both sides displaying very convincing arguments or portrayals of reality. Mm. And I, you know, I struggle a little bit to so what is actually the truth. Yeah. Well, it's such contrasting information we're getting. Like, one day, this is the truth. The next day or the next week, the exact opposite is the truth. And yeah. it's like, and that's how it's been from the start. So it's a bit yeah. much. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a disaster the way <laughs> the media and everything have been dealing with this. Um, yeah. But, I mean, okay, so, like, a greater thing that's going on here is something that has been happening forever, which is this, um, this contrast between two sides in society. One side is feeling this way and the other side is feeling the opposite. Mm -hmm. And there's this contrast going on and it's like, how, how could we better handle this? Yeah, I mean, this is something that occurred to me from the very beginning, you know, the mm -hmm. super people being super strict, let's say at home, it's been people being like, no, it's about it, let's not. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no matter what, we're not always going to agree on things. There are going to be people with different view viewpoints. So it's, yeah, how do we learn to coexist? I mean, most of the time, we don't have to enforce our beliefs on other people, and it's totally fine. We can still be friends and get along really well and have very differing viewpoints on something. Mm. However, this is not the case right now because we, you know, we're, a lot of us have had these restrictions on our life put in place by the authorities. Mm. Um, and some of us agree with it and some of us don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely disagree with the fact of like forcing people to... Yeah. You know, there, there's a real... The biggest thing that I've seen going on is like there's a real battle of freedom going on here. Freedom. Yeah. And this, is, this has been going on before COVID, but yeah. it's just so apparent now where it's like governments all around the world are like... 
Sensi. <laughs> she should be on her throne. Yeah. Come to your throne, Sensi. This is our wonderful dog, Sensi. Welcome. Oh. And we have built her a throne yeah. for the occasion. You relax, Sensi. Relax. There she's having go. a great time. She felt very excluded last yeah. time. Yeah. Very happy to be part. Oh, she's so. off now. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what was I saying about freedom? The free, the, the freedom's a big issue. That's yeah. Coming up. So like for governments all around the world to be like, you have to stay inside and we're putting restrictions on it. And if you disobey this, there's consequences. Like that's just nonsense. Yeah. I'm, like I, at first it did make sense because we thought, oh, this could be really, really bad. Yeah. And it totally made sense. And I was totally down with it, but it's gone for a long time now. And it's like people who are vulnerable. Definitely protect them, but yeah. like if you're healthy, young, and you want to go out and do whatever, then you should be able to. Yeah. You know, within but, within, you know, like I can understand some social distancing rules and stuff, but there's too much was taken away and for I too think, long. And like obviously because we were all very you know afraid, there is this big mysterious monster which the media was further saying was this big mysterious monster we didn't know anything about and we all need to be afraid of. And when we're fear, we do we a we look at someone to blame, so we're blaming the virus. Yeah. And B, we look, we look, you know, we're, we're less able to think rationally and think for ourselves. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm the same, you know, I was, my, my perception of this has shifted so many times throughout the yeah. past few months of what I've thought is sh like real or how I thought I should respond and, and my perception of it. So yeah, me too, at the beginning I was like, yes, you know, let, let's all stay at home, uh, let's enjoy our lives and, yeah. and, and you know, spend time with ourselves. Mm. But it, it is really, it's becoming more and obvious, more obvious that it isn't as bad mm. as we thought, you know? As far as we can tell As far right as we now. can tell right now, you it know, might, tomorrow. <laughs> it might constantly change, but that's the other thing. So it's like us as individual people, some of us anyway, are able to adapt and keep shifting our perception, like, and add the new yeah. information, whereas... I think the system of government don't seem to so easily take on new yeah. information there. It's kind of, you're stuck in this one way that we decided and then we just keep going with that. Where, like to me, th that, that's a much greater problem in society where it doesn't seem to adapt at a reasonable speed to new information. Yeah, and I think you know? it's okay not to immediately adapt totally. because like otherwise we would have been bouncing all over the place continuously. Yeah. But it is the ability to 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 reevaluate the situation. Mm. Because like back to what you were saying about freedom, you know, we all know or should know how to take care of ourselves, how to take care of our health. Why do we need these authoritative figures telling us how to take care of ourselves. On top of that, they, they haven't told us how to look after health. They've, no. Like, we, you know, uh, information on boosting our immune system and all, all of that stuff has mm. been totally ignored. And, and also mental health. You know, mental no. health is, is a big concern. Well, for me, because I, I, I'm really um, passionate about mental health. Mm -hmm. But for all of us, and the irony being it is actually Mental Health Awareness Month in the United States this month. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But it's like, you know, people are home, we're alone, we're isolated, and we, you know, so mm. why aren't, why socially hasn't, distanced. and socially distanced, why hasn't information been spread on how to take care of our Im immune systems, yeah. and how to take care of our mental health. Yeah. And like, yeah, we, we know how to take care of it. And mm. the reality is that, you know, probably so many more people have this disease than we know because of the right. uh, so many people being asymptomatic or just yeah. not being tested. Yeah. And 
I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to go too deep into, into that stuff. Totally. Same, same. Like, the we don't really know that much is yeah. the reality. But, like... So like the so the so freedom is one thing that's bugged me and then the other part that's really bugged me is fear. Mm. It's like there's so much maybe not as much now but at, definitely at first and for a long time there was so much fear going around about this thing and I'm just like I don't want to see so many people living in fear. That's a disaster, man. Yeah. Like like that's not helping at all. Yeah. Well, uh, also like you know? say, like chemically speaking fear uh, like Puts it just in fight and flight. Fucks and up your immune system. And doesn't help our immune system. Yeah. And I think that, so the fear, it's going both ways though. So there's the fear of everyone who believes the, con like, who thinks the coronavirus is this deadly thing. And I, I mean, it is, it can be this deadly thing. Yeah, totally. So there's the fear around that. But then, so there's also all the conspiracy theorists or just people who are questioning the government's decisions and mm. questioning the medical system's reliability. And again, living in fear. So there's just mm. so much fear being spread around. Yeah. And like, it, it really, it bugs me because, you know, you know, who wants to be living in fear? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really not good for people, man. It, um, yeah. fucks everything up. Um, so like, what can we do about that, about the fear? So for me, I'm like, okay, like, not to deny fear. I'm like, if you feel afraid, feel it. Mm. But then... Feel it physically, but then don't go like justifying in your mind and, and feeding on the stories that, mm. that start being created around the fear, you know? Because mm. you can just go on and on and on in your head of like, mm. oh, this is going to happen, this might happen, this might happen. And unless, it, you know, it's all hypothesis, hypotheses, mm. hypotheses, or whatever the word is. Um, like and I mean, this is extra hard if you are someone who naturally struggles with anxiety. And so mm -hmm. obviously, if that is, is an issue, you know, that is a whole, a something you need to find support with. Mm. Um, but so I think like solution based, you know, like be like, okay, what is important to me? <clears throat> you know, or, you know, if you're worried about your health, mm. what can I do to take care of my health? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And... If you're worried about the state of the world and the government, it's like, okay, what is really important to me? You know, what are my extreme, what are my values? And like we were just, you were just saying, you know, mm. freedom. Yeah. I totally agree. I want, yeah. you know, freedom of speech, freedom to make decisions mm. for myself. So I think it's getting really, really clear with ourselves if we are afraid of whatever it is, what is really important to us and what is really non-negotiable in mm. our terms of like the world we want to live in. And even writing those things down so you have them for a reference point later. Mm. So that then if things really do, you know, if these values that you've written down do get challenged, mm. then you're like, okay, I, this is something I want to do something about. Yeah. And then, you know, find your people or other people who agree with you and come up with solutions mm. for this. Yeah, that's, that's something that kind of bugs me about conspiracies is it's not very solution-based. It's more just like blaming and coming up with theories about what might be and then, yeah. and then being upset about that. And it's like, on the one hand, that's good. We need people to investigate and see what stuff might be happening under the surface and all that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think... I don't think the right thing is to, or I don't think it's productive to like see, oh, this might be happening and then just go all in on it and then you create even more fear out of that. I don't know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for solution-based things too. Yeah. 
But I have, I think it is important to kind of explore alternative stories, but for both sides, for the people who are really agreeing with the mainstream information, yeah. and for the cons people who are really mm. into the conspiracy theories, and be like, okay, what if I was wrong? Mm. And then go to the opposite yeah. side and find like the best sources of information, and just look at them and be like, open to the possibility that these might be true as well. Mm. But for both sides, because the reality yeah. is there is truth in both both stories. There's truth and flaws on both sides. Yes, exactly. Exactly, and what the big discussion is, I think, with the you know the current um, conspiracy theory theory that's like predominant right now is this idea of the the new world order, mm, you know, like so that the, there's the government that that's you know trying to take over the world. Mm. Do you have something to say? Well, so yeah, because this new world this goes way back. Like when I was quite into conspiracy theories. Um, I don't know, like a decade ago or whatever, this was a big thing that they talk about. And it's been funny watching this COVID thing unfold because I'm like remembering all the stuff that I heard back then. And I'm like, this is exactly the kind of stuff that they were talking about that was going to happen, you know, create fear, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. But like what's ironic is in that time, I've more and more come to this thought of like, well, a world, a world government would kind of help in some ways. Yeah. It can't be obviously like all uh, like the what what we're talking about there, like trying to control people. But it is it is a bit of a mess in the world when you have just so many different things going on and so little cooperation in, mm. on a on a large scale. I mean, there is some, but like yeah, I just feel a real lack of like of what you're saying of like these different sides coming together. And finding out, like, okay, where are our overlapping truths? Where are our differences that we can maybe try and find an even greater truth on? And, like... Yeah, it's finding that unity and the commonality and realize, yeah. ultimately, we're all humans here on Earth wanting to survive and thrive and be happy and to feel, you know, to experience <laughs> yeah. love. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's finding that, that commonality mm. between us all. Because, yes, it definitely just... just I, I see what you're saying, you know, they just... New World Order in the sense that it's being, you know, talked about. It's a bit different to what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, we're talking about everyone coming together and cooperating more. Mm. And, and not talking. that everyone needs to have all the same rules and we all need to be under the same right. laws and stuff, but it's, it's that we, we, we help each other. Mm -hmm. And, like, a big thing about that for me is, like, our differences can make us stronger if we work together. Yeah. And if, but if, on the contrary, much to how it has been happening in our world, if we see our differences as a problem that we need to fight each other over, then they're going to push us apart and create greater yeah. problems. So like what, how can we, how can we use our differences together to make each other stronger and elevate each other yeah. instead of kicking each other down? Yeah. And this really ties in actually to what we were saying a moment ago about, oh God, it's gone. Oh no. Um, uh, the, the being open to being wrong. Yes. You know, because so that's exactly it. You know, how can we learn from each other? It's, mm. it's you go in and you be like, okay, maybe I'm not totally right. Yeah. It's amazing this attachment we have to being right. Mm, to our beliefs. To our beliefs, because our if we are wrong, we, like when you're in an one-on-one -on -one argument with someone or a group mm. of people, you start to automatically just start defending your beliefs yeah. without even listening totally. and considering what the other person is saying and that they could be right. And it's very difficult when you're in those arguments, and yeah. I like, you know, myself included, you know, 
But once you come out of the argument, mm. do ask yourself, what if I was wrong? You know, mm. what if it was okay to be wrong? Yeah. You know, and there's actually just like experientially, there's such a relief that comes with that. Mm, totally. You're like, oh, I, I don't yeah. have to be right. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of effort because you're defending a point which might or might not be totally right. And like, that's, it's, it's weird. It's like you take on this perspective as if that's you and that's your whole identity. And it's like, no, this is just a perspective I'm having about the world. Yeah. It's not who I am. Yeah. Who I am is infinite possibilities, not this one yeah. limited perspective. Totally. Um, and I really, I really see it on the side of scientifically minded individuals and cons- conspiracy theorists that they both make the exact same fucking mistake, which is like, being so attached to what they think is yeah. truth and reality and not being open to all the different yeah. possibilities. On both sides, they're equally guilty of it, you know? Uh, not everyone, but you yeah. know, like in general, yeah. that's a pattern you often see. It's like science people, it's like, well, this is all the information yeah. we have and that's reality and they don't yeah. talk about it as in what other possibilities there might be and Yeah. I mean, I've said that there are scientists within the conspiracy theorists are there? Community too. There are. I don't know much about that. Yeah, I, I've, I've been going into the conspiracy theorists and, uh, and it, it's it's very interesting. That's why I'm saying I, I can't yeah. bridge the gap. I mean, ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, I have no proof of intention that these are the intentions of, yeah. of there the intentions of this world government wanting to do this. Well, you're jumping a lot of steps to come to that conclusion and you're saying this is it, but you haven't actually identified real evidence in between the first thought and the conclusion. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you got to confirm before you say this is truth. Well, but there is, there is like, um, you know, there is a lot of backup supporting certain, certain claims, you know, like, and the thing, so back to freedom, like we're talking about, there's this issue at the moment of like freedom of self-expression on mm. the internet, you know, there's yeah. videos that aren't supporting the, the, narr- the, the main narrative of the world mm-hmm. are being taken down yeah, of, that's, that's of social media That's platforms. crazy, it's so and crazy. I, I can understand in one respect, okay, you don't want to create, you know, total chaos in the world, but you know, are we not allowed to express of ourselves and are we not allowed to share share this information? Yeah. And and that 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 does concern me. And as soon as you do that, mm-hmm. then I start questioning somebody's motives. I'm like totally. this is a little bit fishy that someone you know, so that that, that personally is someone who's mm-hmm. like in both worlds, it makes me question it more. Totally. Like there's never been more like little hints or whatever that are pointing at these conspiracies being like, oh, they might be onto something. Yeah. Like, you're shutting down someone just for saying something, whether it's true or not. Like, yeah. that's not okay, man. We need we need freedom of speech and freedom for people to think for themselves and decide yeah. what is true. I mean, yeah, some people might, you know, really indulge in stuff that isn't uh, fact based or whatever. But like, that's freedom, man. We need to we need yeah. to be allowed that freedom. Yeah, you can't you can't take that away from people. That's just a slippery slope down to. A government that we really don't want. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's working against us. Which is like uh, like the predominant factor for the pushing these conspiracy theories forward. Mm. And having said that, you know, there ha- I, I can't think right now, but I know that there are conspiracy theories in the past mm. that have actually had enough 
facts behind them. Totally. To prove that they're true. So well, like totally. Yeah. So I do think it's important to be open to to all stories, to all narratives, yep. and to, to give people the benefit of the doubt, and, and then make your own intelligent decisions for yourself. Mm. It can be difficult because like any story, any good story has an emotional charge to it, which is what convinces us, which is why the fear, you know, mm. the, the, the fear, <laughs> full stop, will convince <laughs> anyone of anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it though. That like for me, that's the key is um, staying open to all the possibilities that come my way. Yeah. But at the same time, not jumping yeah. to attach myself to any of any. Like I'm, yeah. I'm open to everything and unattached to everything. Yeah, but you know, at the within, same time, I think it's important to find out for yourself what you do stand for within all of that. Totally. You know. Totally. Like because otherwise, you you're just floating around in space mm -hmm. but it, it is it's important to investigate and find what what really makes sense to you mm. yeah yes but so um but yeah so like i i'm dabbling a little bit i think i'm dabbling a little bit more in the conspiracies yeah. than you at the moment for sure um <laughs> for sure i don't know where i was gonna go with that um God, I had a point I was going to make too, and I've lost it now. Uh, oh, yeah. It was silly. I was just going to say, like, uh, you're saying find what matters to you or something. I'm like, freedom, mm. fucking truth, yeah, and self-expression. Like, yeah. what else? Like, what else? Like, yeah, like, so there, there's, there's the d debates about, like, man-forced vaccinations yeah. and, like, microchipping and tracking and... All this weird, weird stuff. And I'm not okay with that. You're okay with it? I'm not okay oh. <laughs> with that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, okay? For sure. Like, you know, I'm a big believer in the body's immune system and helping to develop our own immune system. Yeah. There, there was, you know, there's talk about putting out vaccinations without doing much trial tests. Mm. And when the, I, so well, this is the thing. So one of the conspiracy theories at the moment is the trustworthiness of the medical system. Yeah. And in fact, the med medical system is driven by money. Yeah. Full stop. Totally. You know, you know the, the, I mean, and this is the thing. We're living in this kind of capitalist society where money is the driving factor at the moment. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like there's... it. I mean, I love money. But, I, but <laughs> I, it means, it, it does mean that there is, um, you know, conflict of interest. Yeah. This is a weird one, okay? Because so the, the idea is that in some way, the way our society is set up with money and reward systems and all that, it kind of pushes people to work really hard and, and I don't know, it, it, the, the idea is that it pushes people to their fullest potential, right? Yeah. So that's on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's pretty clear to most people, I think that like, it's not balanced the way we're going about it. Like, yeah. It, you know, our society just doesn't support us in the way it could yeah. sense. So especially for people beginning their, their paths, you know, there, there's, you know, you need to try different things to figure out what you want. And, and as you're beginning, you know, a career or something, you need more financial support yeah, in, in totally. some ways, you know, so yeah. th there's that element. Mm. And then just, do you have anything you want to say? Um, I'll keep going if you were going. So I was thinking about how, like we're, we're sacrificing our health in the name of money. There's mm. so many people who yeah. are choosing money 
and doing really stressful jobs and all this stuff instead of prioritizing their health. Yeah. And then at the same time, something that's been on my mind is all the junk food in the world that is really cheap. Mm. And all the really healthy food that is really expensive. Yeah. I mean that yeah. that 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 makes no sense. Yeah. So so it's it, and and that that's that is related to the structure mm. of the finance. You know, it's really cheap to make cheap food and that's got no nutrients in it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas nutritious food takes more money, and sure. that should be accessible to everyone. For sure. I mean, I'm kind of. Living through that myself at the moment, <laughs> where you've seen the kind of stuff that I'm getting, it's you know yeah. I call it ghetto fish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is fish to be fair. It's uh, debatable. I don't know. I haven't looked at the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, I would probably say for not to. Mm. But so that's the thing, you know. So this is why. So I was like, you know, some people don't trust their government, and I was like, yeah, I trust my government. They've never like, or I was like, maybe I don't, but they've never done anything to directly harm mm. me. But then I'm looking, so these, the, these, these systems, I'm like, I'm not totally okay with these systems in place. Yeah. You know, and, I, and maybe that, that, you know, that's actually just the culmination of human evolution and how we, we've now, we, you know, but I, I think it's time for us to evolve some more. Yeah, I, um, I, really, I really have this weird, uh, not weird, I have this, um, I, can't, I can't understand the thing about society is like, okay, so we created society, right? Mm. Way back, who knows when. Yeah. And it's evolved and evolved. And it's, it's become this kind of machine that it, spoke, it was built to serve us, yeah. but it's become that we serve the machine now. <laughs> right? Or the society it works like a machine and we're the machines that serve it. Oh, I love that perspective. Yeah. Because like... It's not, it's not serving us the way it was intended to, or it should have been intended to, for the reason we, we created it. That we believed it was intended to. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and now we're stuck in it, and this machine's <laughs> just rolling, and no one, no one's fully in control of the whole machine. Everyone's just influencing different parts, so, I don't know, it's just, to me it's such a disaster the way society works, and yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know how we can readjust it so that it, it re it responds better to people's needs. I th I and think there's and the planet's needs because that's the other thing we're, yeah. we're choosing money over our resources. Yeah. Like, you know we're totally destroying totally the money. planet in the name of of money mm -hmm. and also like um, luxury indulgence. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're just wanting to to travel across the world. I do this all the time. Yeah. Total. You know, just travel across the world for a holiday or yeah. something. And. You know, and yeah, just and 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 mm. it's a disaster, it's basically. It's a fucking disaster. But it is like, what what can we do about it? This is this is my question. So I'm like, yeah. what is the world I want to live in? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear. It's just more sustainable, more loving, more supporting of yeah. people, more like understanding. Every, in my mind, I'm like, everything needs to be changed. Like even like the way we look at health, the medical mm. system, how food is produced. Yeah. How, like, m the way things are promoted and what is promoted, the education system, mm. and, like, the fact that there are so many important life skills to do with, with mental, emotional well-being, which is my big <laughs> focus mm -hmm. in life, but also to do with sustainability mm. and, you know, being a moral, ethical human and, and being part of a society. There's all these life skills that are not being taught to us in yeah. schools. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know what the answer is here. I don't think there is a good answer. Cause like, I don't think you can just, you can't just stop this machine that's going. Yeah. You can only influence it and try and change it from within. Yeah. I mean, you could try and stop it, but I wouldn't recommend that. Cause that, <laughs> that'll be a complete disaster for yeah. everyone if we try and just totally revolutionize everything. It, it needs to be kind of gradual integrated yeah. change. Yeah. So um, then, yeah, finish. No, go ahead. So, so the, I mean, this is, my, my big thing is like, be the change you want to see in the world. It's like, what are my values and, and to live them as much as possible and yeah. to create things that I think we need more of the world and also partake yeah. in them. Mm. So for me, sometimes, you know, that's sometimes that's choosing to buy, you know, I'm in a place where I can, but it's choosing to buy from independent producers. Mm. You know, I don't do it as much as I would like to. I will say that, but more and more doing that, yeah. you know, using reusable shopping bags and mm. doing my very best mm. not to get like vegetables covered in plastic. I haven't been doing so good at that during this freaking quarantine thing too. And I, and I do judge myself for it. You it's terrible. You can't be too hard on yourself about <laughs> these things, man. I know, but I, I look in the fridge and I'm like, why is it all covered in plastic? I know, I know. You know, and, but, and, and it's having these conversations with people too. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what do you watch about you? What do you think? Um, pretty much what you said, really. Yeah. Um, I, I do think there's this kind of, you really do have to take a bit of responsibility yourself because there's this, this idea that like, oh, poor old little me, what can I do to help the world? Yeah. And so then you do nothing instead of making little changes. Yeah. And those little changes, if every, if not everyone, yeah. but if more and more people are making little changes, those add up. And yeah. create a greater, bigger change. And the reality is, if we make those changes, then we're creating demand for systems, yeah. products, and things yeah. that 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 are what's the word? Embodying. Embodying. Wrong word, but anyway, uh, that are anyway that are sense. part of that change. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're with the choices we make and the money we spend. We we're essentially we're voting for the systems we want and the structures yeah. we want, the products we want. So we have more power than we think. And, and I mean, you know, the more of us do it, the more effective it will be. Mm -hmm. And that's why we come together and we talk about these things and yeah. we, you know, we have social media to connect with like-minded people to help us mm -hmm. realize that these are truths, these are valuable and, and mm -hmm. that, you know, if you think you're just alone doing it, then of course you're gonna think you're not gonna have an impact. But when you realize mm -hmm. that more and more people are choosing to live this way, it, it's it's much there's more hope mm. yeah and i like i don't see any reason why like society can't be structured in a way where like you listen to both sides and find somewhere in the middle to like yeah to unite us like i don't know i find it really weird that like there's just such a divide sometimes in things and we have to like push away from each other i, yeah. I just don't get that like are there any particular situations that you have in mind when you say that? Not really. Just everything. General... Yeah, there's like I can think of all across the board, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just a human thing, I guess. We're we're animals as well as people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that. Oh, but oh, for a hundred percent sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we talked on this last, you know, the nature and that we are nature and that we've forgotten it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a disaster, basically, and we're all fucked. 
Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> no, I like to I'm spread kidding. the message of hope. <laughs> I'm, I'm eternally hopeful. I know. That's for sure. I, I, I just don't know how, how long it's going to take and how it's going to play out. That's yeah. the only question. I mean, you know, my biggest hope is that, like, what's going on is begin getting people to question and think and reflect and mm. see what actually really matters. And, and inevitably, I'm sure that's happening for a lot of people right now because, you know, mm. We have less distractions, though I'm sure, you know, myself included, we're trying to find as many distractions as possible. <laughs> yup, ironically. But, but we do, no matter how much we try to distract for ourselves, we are spending more time with ourselves and our thoughts and, you know, realizing maybe for those who have been in unhealthy or just jobs that they, that are destroying their souls, they're realizing that more, mm. what it's like not to be in there. And they're like, okay, you know, am I going to do something to change this? Mm. Yeah. What's really important to me? Yeah. And change is hard. This is the next thing. This is something that's been in my mind. Mm. Why is change so hard for us? Well, this is exactly what I'm saying with society on the one hand. And then so to spin it around to the individual. Why is it so hard for the individual? To change. Mm. Yeah. I mean, part of it is, I mean, we're, we're inextricably linked with society. Yeah. You know? Totally. So, like, it's very difficult to disagree with the social narrative. So mm. the story that the rest of your society and culture is saying. Why though? Just because you want to be part of the tribe and go along with what it's, everyone it's else is doing? It's more than that. It's like, by everyone agreeing that this is a story, mm. we've created that story and we're, we're reinforcing mm. it. it, it it's it's yeah. gone from the conceptual to a semi-tangible thing. It, like it's, it, mm. it makes it very, very real. A lot of people agreeing to something gives it power and makes it more real. As we have seen with the coronavirus. It makes me want to do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see everyone doing one thing. I'm like, mm, what's the other side of this? <laughs> Let me investigate that. Yeah. Um, sorry, I went on. To, well, I had a point I was going to make. Um, it's about change. Yeah, I've lost it now. So, Mike, hopefully it'll come back. Were you, were you going to say something? Um, why is change so hard? So, yeah, so there's the start with there's that, the, the narrative. There's, it, but then, then there's our personal narratives mm. that tell us what we are capable of. Mm. And I wonder, is it sometimes easier to play the victim than to take responsibility? Of course. For our lives. Well, it seems easier. Well, but in reality, when you're taking into consideration how you're living as a person, it's definitely not the, it's definitely not the right move. Yeah. And also, I think like once we take responsibility, we also have to admit that our life isn't perfect and that we haven't got it all figured out. Like yeah. it's once you take on that decision to change, you're admitting you're flawed, mm. which, which ties into what we're saying about defending our points. None of us wants to admit that we're flawed. Where does that come from? Like, is that society that's taught us how to feel <sighs> that way? Cause like, I think I, le I learned it very young to just like, and I evolved more with it too, but to just embrace your flaws and not only embrace them, but to own them. Like when I'm wrong, like I make a point if I'm a little bit wrong on something to say, oh, I fucked up, I'm wrong. Yeah. I love doing that because it like sets the tone that like, yeah, what are you wrong about? Own it and tell me because <laughs> so I want to hear it. I, like I love that because yeah. we, we learn so much from that. It's so, so good if you like, if you can do that and be with someone who else who's willing to be like, actually, yeah. I was wrong too. There's so, like, you just relate to each other on such a hum real human mm. level. It is 
like so beautiful. Mm. It's like, because then together with both of our perspective, we're trying to find a greater truth instead of being like, no, my way is right. Your way is right. <laughs> like this right. endless fucking battle of who's right or wrong. Yeah. And you know? most of the time there's truth and flaws, like you said, yeah. in, in both stories. Mm -hmm. It's like those two circles that overlap. Yeah. And it's like, we need to meet in the middle of those two circles where we overlap. Yeah. And then we both have our differences on both sides. Yeah. And they'll continue to overlap and intertwine yeah. and evolve together. But I mean, part of that actually, I think, is also our, our social platforms mm. and stuff, you know, and the, like the algorithms, they know what we like and they feed us back mm. more of our, our belief systems. So we yeah. just go deeper and deeper and deeper into our belief systems and we're like, because we're constantly mm. being fed information that reinforces yeah. what we believe. Yeah. I mean, like, ultimately all this is like, you have to disattach yourself a little bit from your perspectives and beliefs on real on life, I think. It, or not dis I don't know what the right way to put that is, but like... I, I have a phrase that was once told to me, it was, hold your values loosely. Hmm. Your values might not be the right word you're looking for, but it's, yeah. it's holding your, those things. Just be a little loose. Don't be so attached to them. Hold your beliefs or perspectives loosely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd say, say it differently. I'd, I wouldn't say values because yeah. values, I think, are maybe a bit something we could agree on more. But like perspectives and beliefs are just yeah. so different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just language. Totally. Um, no, it's a disaster. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's really not. But I mean, the thing, so coming back to change, you know, I think there are definitely ways, like connecting with like-minded people, going mm. and finding your people and who are part of the new story you want to be part of, mm. you know? Yeah. And also don't throw out all the things from the old story. There, there, there will be gems there, like we keep saying. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, finding the community to help to to reinforce your your new belief systems <laughs> so you can brainwash yourself. Uh, um, but I mean that holds you accountable too. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Accountable like how? Well it's just like you've other people watching you and, and mm. Yeah. Like I think I think that's more in the case where you're with other people who are, who want to go through the same change as you. You can mm. kind of start like a support group and like, this is what I want to do. And even, like, taking note when you, like, of, of the things you are doing to change that you are happy with, you know? Mm. And, like, celebrating in bigger, small ways the, the changes you've made because we can be very hard on ourselves. Mm. You know? I know about that. <laughs> I'm a king of being, being tough on myself. Yeah, I mean, me too. <sighs> yeah. For sure. So it, it, it's... You know, we blow out of proportion even the smallest mistakes we make, and mm. then we make massive successes and we just ignore them. We're like, yeah, whatever, that's just normal. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, so, so it is really like acknowledging when, when you've accomplished something or change has happened, and change isn't something that's always noticeable as it's happening, you know, because mm. it's a gradual process. It's only like within a few months later and you look back at who you were a few months ago and you're like, ah, actually, yeah, change, change has happened. Yeah, that's the only way for me is I got to look back to, yeah. to see it. Otherwise, I'm just blind to whatever steps I'm taking. It's probably a good practice to do, actually. Every few months, go back and have a look. Yeah, I should do it more, really. Yeah, I probably should, too. Um, 
I'm so bad at that though. I really, I'm like so blind to, I just constantly forget the progress that I am making because mm. I just, I just get used to it and yeah. your new level of success becomes the new normal and it's just... I've actually gotten into this habit recently of every month kind of taking note of what I've accomplished that month. Oh, uh, that's cool. It's cool. Some months I accomplish more than others. What, um... I don't think I've accomplished much this month. <laughs> oh no, you have got anything on the list? I, I think I've, I've, I've definitely got a couple of things on the list. Good. But last month was really good. Really? I, I got, like March was, wait, wait, no, April. April, April. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> time stopped when the coronavirus arrived. You get lost in time, man. <laughs> but yeah, April was a great month for me. Mm. Um, May, I've slowed, slowed right down. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting back mm. on track. In case anyone <laughs> needs to know that. Maybe, you know. Uh, um, do you want to talk about like what your creative process is like? I would love to because I think creativity is really relevant right now. Yeah. And especially with bringing new systems in place. Yeah. Creativity is key. Yep. Yeah. In all aspects. In all aspects. And I imagine a lot, I'm hoping lots of people have gone into creative endeavors. Mm. Um, I mean, so much, like cooking's creative even. Yeah. I mean. I think lots of people are cooking now. I mean, any, anything that you're making something new, that's creative, man. Yeah. Um, like it doesn't just have to be art. It can be like Elon Musk is a creative he's genius a creative of, <laughs> on the engineering side oh of things. It's a bit scary in some of the stuff he's so doing, but scary. it's it's awesome. I'm but I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, it' really cool. But I mean, ultimately, that's where the world is going. Whether he does it or someone else does it. Totally, so. I'd rather he does it than anyone <laughs> else. So we're it. good. Yeah. So interesting, you talk about the creative process too, because I was feeling, I've been thinking recently, how you can't force inspiration. Oh, I don't know, but finish your thought. I think, I think there are definitely things you can do. Like mm. I have stuff that I do, you know, sometimes walking, dancing and stuff like that can help me get into the creative flow, yeah. but sometimes they don't. Yeah. You know, some like for me the past, maybe even three weeks at this point, <laughs> you know, I've kind yeah. of been in a creative, rush mm -hmm. and it's not that there's been zero i mean i have you know i have been doing stuff but the, mm -hmm. it, it it comes less less naturally like you know there's sometimes mm -hmm. i'm like so inspired and everything i'm channeling the energy of the universe yeah. and it's amazing <laughs> i'm like oh my god where is this coming from yeah yeah and then sometimes i sit down and i have to like <laughs> you know nothing yeah. nothing comes or very or sure. just trickles out really or it's just really shit slowly comes out. or yeah exactly <laughs> well you know so to speak um so th so that's something i've been thinking about mm. but i know that they're definitely you know i i you know going for a walk mm. is is great for me actually for for bringing inspiration mm. or even for like if i've been really creative taking a pause and, and going for a walk can help to just refresh yep. and bring new insight totally um, dancing is a big one for me to kind of just get, get, mm. so things that get my physical body moving, which in turn gets my mm. energetic body flow, flowing yeah. are tools I like to use to help me to mm. tap into creativity. But I do have to acknowledge you can't always force it for me personally. Well, you can try to force it, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. Yeah. So like I always, I'm, I'm always trying to, trying to be creative. Um, yeah, probably, probably too much, but, um, but for sure, like you can try and force it, but it might or it might not work. Yeah. But I, I'm a big believer in like showing up every day. I know. I, I think I could learn from that. Yeah. I, I am trying. 
I mean, I'm on the extreme side. Like, I, I wouldn't recommend to anyone to do the extreme level of, mm. of uh, hours that I do in the studio. But yeah. I do think showing up every day and just seeing what's there is, yeah. is big. I think definitely. I think that's definitely very important. Because mm. otherwise... You might never get anything done like me. Yeah, well... <laughs> Just sometimes, I, I know... Like, but it is for me a lot. It's finding that balance between knowing when to push myself and knowing when not to. Mm. And I think that's something you also you learn with time. Mm. Um, and I know I'm, I'm someone who has a natural tendency to be very allowing and open and giving myself the space. Mm. So I, I, I do know that I actually do need to give myself actively give myself pushes sometimes yeah i think you kind of know and then you're probably the opposite you, exactly. you you know if you have a natural tendency towards one yeah then it's likely you need to give yourself the push to either push yourself or to be easy on yourself yeah. does that make sense totally because i that's exactly it i have the exact opposite where it's like sometimes i come up to the studio and i sit down and immediately i can feel that i don't have that full creative force and i'm like okay I have to force myself not to be here right now. I have to leave. Yeah. Um, th but then do you have like, so when you're creating, do you have like ideas of what you're doing or do you, I guess it's probably always different. I have, I have both. I used to be much, much more just like free flow, free form. Mm. I'm becoming more structured mm. with some things. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I, I have lots of, you know, I have my painting, but also the things I write and the videos I do, for me, they're very, they're very creative. Yeah. And like even this, this course I'm, I'm creating at the moment, you know, I'm, I, I have this idea and I'm sitting down with mm. this idea and then bringing everything together. Yeah. So it changes. I, yeah, I used to be very, very big on just, just seeing what comes out. Mm. Yeah. But I am learning more and more the value of structure and intention and mm. then combining the two. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, God, my stuff's a mess. Uh, so I'm like, so sometimes I do have like in a kind of, I'm inspired by a feeling or a dream or whatever it is, or I heard something and it gives me a structure idea and I come in with a bit of an idea, but very, very vague, just... Mm more of a feeling or a color or a shape or something and I'll kind of start from there and then the rest is a mystery. But um, yeah. but usually I, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing and I'm figuring out as I go. But, um, okay, so two things about that. Like one is, one is like, okay, I guess like way, way back when I was kind of starting, I realized there's all of these ideas in my head that like, and I think everyone probably has this, that you sit down to do your thing and you have all of these pre-made pre ideas about who you are, how you express yourself, blah, blah, blah. And they're actually limitations. Like you think they're your identity that make you unique, but they're actually limiting you from expanding creatively. Mm. So like, so like I might identify as a Psytrance producer and so I only make a certain type of sound and I don't explore this whole other world. So like I would kind of start noticing I would start noticing these things in my brain that were below the surface, that were like directing me in a certain way. And whenever I find one of those, I, I, I try and get rid of it. Like I uh, proactively try and get rid of it. Yeah. So that when I am creating, it's just complete, complete infinite possibilities and complete freedom within my mind. That like wherever the sound takes me, that's where I go. 
That's very interesting. Mm. Very, very interesting. And I, I see it when I work with other people. I often see that I can see their subconscious limitations within their mind that they, they think this is how they should be working with if they actually let go of that and just open themselves up to whatever wants to come out. I think personally, you yeah. would actually find a much greater self-expression if you can get rid of those subconscious Huh. ideas in your mind. I wonder how much of that, like I'm sure a big part of that is just habitual too though. 100%. So it's like how do you encourage someone to explore beyond the, well, it's, it's going outside your comfort zone. Yeah, But for to, sure. to explore going going beyond their preconceived identity. Yeah. Like how, I wonder. It's tricky because, yeah it's tricky, like my thing is I'll always try and give someone complete creative freedom if I'm working with someone. Mm. I'm like, do whatever you want, go wild. I just want to see you express yourself yeah. and do whatever, like don't listen, don't worry what I want, do whatever you want. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know. I think it does help people actually. I think mm. you, you do have a skill for, for, for uh, creating that space for people to kind of explore differently. Cause I, mm. I, I'm just even thinking of other times when we've just had friends over mm. to the studio who mm. know musical thing and then oh, you, yeah. you've got them to, to start just jamming out trying yeah, something totally exactly. different and strange yeah, yeah, so yeah. so I, yeah i mean other people can definitely it's like that. it's almost like the only rule in my studio is that there are no rules <laughs> that's the only rule if you try and like put a rule on no get rid of it get rid of it yeah. i don't want to hear it just let go of everything and just yeah. let stuff come out and it's letting go of the judgments mm. too because because mm. I, I know that too when i've when i've been painting with people or encouraging mm. people to paint and they've been like, no, I don't know how to paint and I can't paint. You're like, mm. just, just try something. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just, just, just have fun with it. Yeah. 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 Well, you're like busy judging yourself yeah. before you even tried. Yeah. You know, but it is, it's like having this kind of like really curious, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. I feel like this is, this encaptures the creature that, that's really <laughs> curious about the world and just exploring what will happen when you do things with things, yeah. when you put different things together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, okay, so then the irony to all, all of this complete freedom and no judgments that I'm saying is on the other side of that, once, we ha once I have expressed myself and mm. totally let go, what, I'm, what I've been really working on recently actually is really choosing the right pieces. Like, I, I think that's super undervalued in art and creative, uh, like art, artistic creation stuff. Um, like, fully express yourself, fully be free, but then you have to be really, really, really tough on deciding what to keep and what to get rid of. This actually comes back around to what we were saying before of like, I'm open to all the possibilities, but I'm not attached to any of them. Yeah. So like, I mean, with painting, it's kind of tricky because once you paint it, it's there. You like can't do playing. much about that, you yeah, know? Yeah, you have to go over your canvases and start over. Yeah, that's... And that's tough. That's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can't do that with that, but... But yeah, the digital... The digital is really cool. Like, yeah. It doesn't take a physical space. No, you can just get rid of something. Um, but I think it's probably true. I mean, the thing is, I do, I do keep a lot of my paintings. Mm, you got loads. Um... So I know there's definitely value in discarding them. That's probably something I, I should. No, just paint over. Learn. Do what I say and just throw some paint on them. <laughs> As you can see, I just fucking throw paint and don't fucking. 
Go for it. Yeah, but obviously happens. that's just my style. For sure. For sure, for sure. It's not for everyone. I want to address in the creative process also that it's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. Because we have the inner critic. And I think anytime we up-level... What do you mean, up-level? So when you, you go up a level, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Like, Dude, my next album, the next level. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Like, you mm. expand your offerings. Maybe, maybe you're putting yourself out there more, or you've just become better, but uh, more related to, to putting yourself out there more. Mm. A, it requires that extra push of like going beyond the, self, the, the doubts, like you were saying, of, you, of, of what you believe is possible and what you're capable of achieving. Yeah. You, you will come up with all those doubts and you really, you know, it's finding tools or like support systems that help you just push through those doubts. Ultimately, you have to, you, it's like will and determination, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, I mean, you almost have to just not ignore, but you almost have to just not hear anything from anyone else and just completely go into your own flow. It's not just that, but you have to have that commitment to what you're doing. Mm. Unless you have that commitment, that total dedication to what you're doing. Mm. Like I know for myself, you know, it's, it's much harder to, or it will take mm. much longer to push yeah, through yeah, yeah. that barrier and go mm. up to the next level. That's, I can say that from my own experience, yeah. like because I tend to do lots of different things, and I know sometimes it's because I don't want to put do that extra push. Yeah, that well, this is interesting because we're total opposites in this way. Um, yeah. But do, so, do you feel like having to go through the steps you did to get to a point where you did push through that? Do you feel like that was all necessary, or you could have earlier on pushed through and committed more to the things? If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, my phone, my computer oh. has made a sound. Um, I'm not sure. I don't, I think it's okay. You know, I've never really been in a hurry. So, so. Perfect. And I personally feel like I learn things from, from, from the different arts that, that, that overlap with each other. Mm. So I'm, I'm at peace with my life. <laughs> you. I can die in peace if it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. But I, I have now, I'm at this stage of, of, of having, wanting mm. to, to move, to yeah, really, to really push forward and, and really have that, that level of focus. So we'll see now mm. what happens, whether I distract myself or not. But so what was happening for me the last couple of weeks is I like had this mental, just this total mental block. I knew what I mm. wanted to do. I knew, I, I thought I knew I could do it. But I was totally like standing in my own way and I know mm. it was because deep down there was some belief system that, you know, who am I to do this? I'm not good mm. enough, blah, 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 blah. All, yeah. all that fun stuff. God. And literally just having to put like, and it's, it was very subtle. It wasn't obvious like a shouting voice in my head saying you can't do this. It was just noticing that I'd said I was going to do this thing. I had all the information, I have all the information inside me to do it all the, mm. and I'm totally capable of doing it. Yeah, doing everything I could not to do it and being so resistant to it mm. it was very interesting to, to experience but you think that's that was coming from this um, lack of self-belief or whatever yeah self-doubt or yeah like mm. in, in that's a very simplified way of putting it but that, that mm. sums it up 
Hmm, that's interesting. So where, where do you find your like self-confidence then to, to go for it? I'm very confident at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's ironic. Yeah. Um, because ironic. I do have this, this, this... Yeah, I, I don't... I can't give you a proper answer to that. Mm. But I guess it's like reminding myself all the times that what I have created and done has helped people and impact and reminding mm -hmm. myself of all of that. Yeah. And... And listening to other people talking about that they go through this too. Mm. It was really cool. Like as I was going through that, I had a lot of content come up in my feed about exactly what I was going through and other, like other people sharing about the creative process and the mm. creative journey and all of it. And I was like, okay, this is totally normal and this is what I'm going through. Mm. So, so that was very helpful for me. Yeah. Realizing it was, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can be too hard on yourself about this stuff because it's yeah. like whatever, wherever point you're at, that's just where you're at and you need to go through that. Yeah. Like for me, I've just naturally been like, find something I like, boom, I'm in. Yeah. And that's just sure. my journey. And like, most people aren't like that. And if you're some other way, that's totally fine. You just yeah. follow that flow, I guess. I mean, you can push yourself too, yeah. but. And I think like sometimes we can get in this pressure to think that we should be at a higher level than we actually are. You know, yeah. we're like, oh, I should have it all figured out right now. Or I should, you know, I should be creating and selling lots of things at this point. Yep. But, but we've all got our own journey to get there, mm. you know, and it, it, it's, it's strange. It is very mm. strange because I just remember, yeah. Well, it's very typical that, that I see it's like, for myself included, I went through this and I see it in so many other people and I have over the years that like, you know, you're just at the start of your journey and you're expecting to be at the top. You have these expectations that you should already be there and it's like, that's not how it works. You got to work for like yeah. 10 years. Five to ten years for most people really hard on what it is that you care about and then you'll get to Not the top of the mountain, but the start of climbing to the top of the mountain yeah. And I, I do I see so many people make the mistake also Or fall into the trap of you know They're at the start of the journey and they're putting most of not let's not say most but a lot of their energy Into trying to market and push their stuff out instead of just focusing on themselves and their mm. craft and I'm yeah. to me I've always felt like the most important work you can do is actually working on your craft. Yeah. That's the most, and that will take you. Yeah. The rest is important too, but less so at the start. It's like. Yeah, I think there's no value in putting some energy into to to marketing or just to, like your social media platform. I guess there is what, value. There, there's. I think there is value yeah. in that at all totally. stages. But at all definitely, stages. Definitely. Yeah. The like, it is a lot of the hard work too. Yeah. And mastering and refining. Then again, like, don't listen to anything I'm saying because it's just, I just have one perspective and one way of doing it and you can, everyone can find their own way yeah. of doing it. And That's going to work for them. That goes totally against anything I've said even and it's perfect. For sure. That's so varied. Yeah. There's many, many paths yep. on the mountain. And it all... Find it, your own. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> Make it, your own. The, the real question, I guess, I don't know, we said this last time, but is like, well, what really matters to you? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do? What really matters to you? Yeah. That should define your choices. What, what are your values? You're enlightening me, Aaron. Am I? I've got to write this down <laughs> and, and go and ask myself this question. It's okay, later. you'll just watch the thing back and remember. Yes, exactly. I, I will have to rewatch mm -hmm. this. Um, but, but totally, it's, it's... 
I think it's good when you do those things though to to write it down. Otherwise, you're like me and you have to keep asking them to over and over again. I keep it all in my head. <laughs> I have a, I have like a whole thing of not writing things right. down. <laughs> I, I have a thing of writing things down. Well, because I always like Most I'm always to... changing. You see. Mm. And I always think, oh, well, maybe my values are different now. And then I go and I, I actually realize, no, they're, they're still the same. That's funny. Well, they're, they're different, but I, I do often do kind of brainstorming sessions. And I, mm. I'm like, I've done this before. So I should do it all in your head. You don't have to write it down. It's just constantly evolving in your head. Yeah. I, I, I do like, there's, yeah. There's value to writing it down. I do like to have it out, out on paper. Mm. I, I do like it. Um... Maybe I should ask you what really matters to you. But I have to go and, and write it down. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll wait for you to write it down and I'll ask you again. What really matters to me? I can tell you spur of the moment what really matters <laughs> to me. Love! Of course. <laughs> no. Um, at the moment, what I am really... Oh, there's so That's many, Oren. I know. We, we've probably kind of covered it in everything we've talked about, really. Yeah. But I, at the moment, I'm really... Interested in love and ment mental and emotional health is what's coming to my mind. Mm. This is what and having it like it being a lifestyle choice, you know, that, that we can easily develop ha have healthy habits that promote our mental and emotional and uh, like physical well being, of mm. course, and being like preventative rather than pres prescriptive. Yeah. That is what matters to me right now in this moment. Mm. Yeah, addressing the core of what's really going on. Yeah. Instead of. I wrote that in my Instagram story. Did you actually? <laughs> yesterday, yeah. No way. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, getting to the core. I said the core root of what's really going on. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. What matters to you? I don't know. I probably should have thought about that before I asked you. Yeah, you should have. Uh, what really matters to me is that people on this planet awaken to a deeper truth within themselves mm. and then start living it. Ooh, that's so much more powerful than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said love first. I mean, that's the ultimate. That's, yeah, uh, totally. That, that's, I, like, I like your what matters to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And like, just let go of some of your whatever's going on in your head and just like go deeper, mm. you know, take a breath, go deeper in yourself and just check in, mm. you know, because you got, you got to sit down for a moment and figure out yeah. what really matters to you. You can't just be going around thinking it. You have to yeah. like take a moment and really feel it. Yeah, exactly. And taking a pause from the thoughts too and, 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 yeah. and connecting with the feeling. Yeah. Or maybe it's actually more about emptying your mind and just going for a walk for you. I don't know. Yeah. I Who do knows? love a walk. Me too. Miss the forest. Anyway, I'd love to hear if anyone wants to write in the comments of the video. Oh what yeah. What really matters to them. Yeah, yeah. Comment below what really matters to you and whatever else. Like, comment, subscribe, yeah. do all that cool stuff. Yeah, and if you're watching or listening on the podcast, do leave a review and subscribe. Mm -hmm. And if you are on the podcast, then just message us directly on social media. Yeah. With what matters to you? Yeah, come talk to us on Instagram or wherever and Instagram's chat. the best one. Instagram's where it's at. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you anywhere, just Instagram's just, the best. Yeah, we'd love to hear though what matters to you. For sure. Anyway. Well, that's a wrap then. Wrap it. Pacha! <laughs> <laughs>
Nice.